The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. I mean, everyone's trying to get an edge. I mean, everyone's trying to get whatever edge they can. Um, you could have someone's whole game plan. They could mail it to you. You still got to stop it. Well, the Denver Nuggets won the last game of the year here at Ball Arena. They won the first game of the year this season. Denver with a triple-double from Nikola Jokic. Take care of the L.A. Lakers, 119-107. to Down to five seconds left. Thompson for three. He missed it short. Rebound to Kogi climbing the ladder, and that is going to do it. Suns win. 108-104, the final score here in game one of the 2023-2024 season. What a way to start it out, beating the Warriors at the Chase Center. And a fly ball, right field, going over as Corbin Carroll, he's under it. He's got it, and the 2023 Arizona Diamondbacks are headed to the World Series for the second time in their 26-year history. We beat the we beat the ever loving out of Oklahoma today. We beat the out of that team, and we lost. Hey, listen, everybody. So let's go and let's get started in here. That's a good idea, Bob. Good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Wednesday, October twenty-five. T row in the morning show time. Smack dab in the middle of your work week. Seventh ranked day of the week. Wednesday has arrived. Here we go. It's going to be rainy again today. It is rainy again today. 100% chance of rain. What that means is it's more likely to rain than not. High of 73. Updated forecast for Lawrence on Saturday. High of 46. High. Of 46. That means we're probably kicking off in the 30s. 88% chance of rain. Yeesh. Good morning, everybody. We've got a World Series matchup. It will be TJ's Texas Rangers versus nobody's Arizona Diamondbacks in a series that will be highly anticipated. In the southwestern corridor of the United States. No, I'm kidding. Everyone everywhere. Can't wait. Diamondbacks beat the Phillies last night 4-2. to Shocking the city of brotherly love. Game one on Friday night there. NBA season underway. You heard the two games that were played last night there. Denver over L.A. Phoenix over Golden State. What a night it was for the city of Phoenix. D-backs going to the World Series, and the Suns upset Golden State in their season opener. And, of course, we are all headed to Lawrence this weekend. Talking OU Kansas, we heard from Brent Venables 
in his press conference yesterday. We will chat with Kansas's play-by-play voice, Brian Haney, coming up later in the show. Will he start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world, the number one fan of the Texas Rangers, T to the J. Perry on the other side of the glass. Good morning, TJ. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Hi, Teach. Hey, Toby. How are you? Hey, Teach. I'm good. Do you believe in that? I do, Dion. Calm down a little bit. It's early. Good morning, TJ. Good morning. Hi, Teach. How was your Tuesday? <laughs> um, it was fine. Nothing exciting. Ooh, man. I'm hearing an echo. Mm. Um, Are you hearing an echo on just yourself or on both of us? I think it's coming from your end. I think your headphones are turned off. Oh, my headphones are too high. How about that? Check, check. Good morning. Is that better? I think so. I think so. Huh. Um, I do like my headphones loud. Yeah. I I like to feel it. I know what I mean? I'm, basically, I don't hear myself now. It was when I was doing the good morning, so I was very you loud would enjoy, when I did that. You would enjoy the first 15 to 20 minutes of every one of our Saturday broadcasts. No, or, I wouldn't, because I can, I can imagine how that goes. Well, no, I think you would enjoy it as long as you weren't involved with it. <laughs> if you were just watching Drake be miserable, I think you'd enjoy that. But I should say the first 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes of when Teddy and I come on. Uh, because inevitably every week it is before we start. Yeah, things sound great. Test, test, sound good. Yep, t- sounds good. Way to go, Drake. Everything sounds good. And then we start, and something's wrong. Yeah. Usually it's with Ted's headset. I sound muffled, Drake. I, I'll be like, before the uh, show starts, I'll be like, Ted, how's your headphones sound? Sounds good. Until I start talking, and then Drake will start messing with the knobs back there. <laughs> uh, but we always get it there, done. Uh, Drake's good. All of you guys uh, around here and uh, all, that are on the broadcast crew, such divas, such divas. Like I have to like line up. Like on my end, right? I have to line up certain cases that mm. are uh, equipment to go to certain places because someone will be like. Oh, do I have to take the red kit? I really like the blue kit. I don't want the new kit. Why do I have the new kit? Uh, the, the juggling that I do around here, like the same thing. I know what Drake goes through because it's like, okay, I can't send the blue kit here because so-and-so doesn't like the blue kit, and I can't send this kit to there, the new style tie line, because Teddy hates the new style tie line. He sounds muffled in it. So Listen, listen. <laughs> Divas. Listen. If I if uh, if average Joe golfer goes out to the golf course on Saturday, and I walk up and just hand him a box of free golf balls of any brand, and here's some clubs to use, he'd say, "All right, fine," and he'd go play. But Tiger Woods doesn't just use any golf ball and any clubs, okay? He has them specifically professionally honed for him because he is the elite of the elite. You know what I mean? That's what you're dealing with with the OU broadcast team. I, I, I get that. But it's the same the equipment every week. Nothing, the changes. Elite. <laughs> Nothing changes. 
It's the same we equipment. Need, we need the best of you the best. You have the best TJ. of the best every week. It's always the same. Can't just have any old <laughs> radio show junky equipment, okay? It's got to be elite. All right. Well, yeah, we are a little difficult at times. Divas. That's for sure. Divas. We are very difficult. There's no doubt about that. We should get. I uh, should get everybody jackets, uh, like those uh, nylon jackets that say "Divas" on the back. <laughs> that would be a great gift. Sooner broadcast divas. <laughs> good morning, TJ. Hi, good morning. So, how was your Tuesday, TJ? Oh, fine. What, what kind of beans did you have yesterday? You know, I went with a uh, a concoction I made up myself, just kind of throwing some stuff together, and it did have black beans in it. So, mm-hmm. a green, nobody surprised by that. Uh, You're a big a bean green family. chili chicken bowls that I cooked up in the crock pot. Was it so. three pieces of pecans, green chili chicken uh, tacos? I, it was, but then I just said, you know what? I'm going bowls instead of tacos. I'm throwing some corn in here. I'm throwing some black beans. We had some Wait, salsa on it. We you went some... off script and did what you wanted? That's right. That's right. Oof. Look so, at you. Yeah. Put it, on a, put it all on a bed of Spanish rice. Turned out delicious. Delicious. It sounds good. Yeah. Any uh, salsa? Yeah, there was some. I put some salsa on the uh, in the bowl and hot, medium, or mild salsa. Um, I would say this was probably a medium. I believe. All right. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. How excited are you? I almost ordered you a t-shirt last night. In fact, I still might. What size t-shirt do you wear? Oh, don't order me a t-shirt. I'm very picky about my t-shirts, and I would hate to have to return <laughs> Listen it. To this, folks. Listen to this. <laughs> to this guy uh, i would take you to be a men's small is no that right no that is not, Men, that is not medium correct. it depends on the shirt a medium or a large yes most of the time okay. medium i'll yeah. get you a large just to be safe <laughs> they, they come in red white or they come in red gray and blue these are uh jason bean nil shirts <laughs> From Kansas? Yeah. I know. And it I know. says Bean real big on the front. I don't want one of those. I and I think we should get one for you, Katie, and Bronx to wear together. In fact, maybe one color for each. Like you guys go to the lake and you've all got your Bean shirts no, on. No, that's about a particular person. I don't want I don't want to support him. Well, nobody so. has to know. But I mean, it, it'll be great. So he's not on it. It just family. says Bean? Well, it says Jason real small and Bean real big. Huh. Yeah. That sounds like a terrible (laughs) T-shirt. Don't waste your money on that. I would never wear it. I would never wear it. Now, it's been a good part of my day yesterday with uh, three computers open. Well, two computers and a phone in waiting, virtual waiting rooms, and uh, struck out on uh, World Series tickets. All Ranger tickets. And uh, Katie was doing the same at work and uh, trying for me a couple of times. And uh, she struck out. We called the ticket office. They said, ah, we don't sell any over the phone anymore in today's world. It's all online. They've taken it out of our hands. And I said, why do you have a ticket office? And he said, well, we help with other problems. I said, but you're the ticket office and you don't sell tickets? No, sir, we don't sell tickets at the ticket office. And I said, huh, you seem pretty worthless. And I hung up. I didn't tell him that. I I did question him, though, and say, so you're the ticket office, but you don't sell tickets. No, sir, we Mm -hmm. don't do that. So... Struck out, so I'll uh, continue uh, scouring the uh, Swing and a miss. Seat Geeks and uh, sites like that, and hopefully 
what happens with the 2011 World Series will happen again. They released some the day of the game, and I was able to score some through the phone number at the ticket office. Has it ever crossed your mind that you're best friends with a person who knows people? Yes. And maybe that person might know someone who could help you. Perhaps a Skip Johnson or a John Gray. Yeah. Since this person has actually been to your ballpark some 20 to 30 times. (laughs) Look. And maybe if you asked him for some help, he might have a hookup. I'm not asking you for anything because you won't even reach out for yourself. And I know you don't like doing that, so I would never put you in that position. Did I I or did I not connect you with some tickets for the ALCS? You did, but that was just someone reaching out to you and saying, hey, if I happen to end up with these, let TJ know he can buy them if he wants to. Yeah. I didn't say they'd be free. Oh, no, I'm not looking for free. I'm not looking for free. I'm just saying that person reached out to you. You didn't go looking for me ALCS no, tickets. No, but that kind of thing happens to me all the time. Ask if you, me if I have any hookups for World Series tickets. I know you do. I know Skip Johnson, if he's listening right now, does. I know Ryan Gaines does. I know Joe Castiglione does. Do you know how many texts I got from people yesterday? Hey, just text Joe C. I said, I'm not texting Joe C. Just text him. He loves doing that. Uh... BFC's text me and say, uh, Joe loves doing things like this for people. Yeah. Just reach out to Joe. I said, I'm not reaching out to Joe. Nobody got, knows Joe Castiglione somebody better else, than Bob. Somebody else Simon. text me. You got Skip's number? Yes, I have Skip's number. Reach out to Skip. No, I'm not reaching out to Skip to see if he'll reach out to John Gray to get me tickets. I'm not going that route. So, no, yes, I realize. You can't bother a player. I realize you have safe. connections. I'm not reaching out to you. I'm not Ask going to me bother if people. I could get you tickets. Could Ask you get me, me tickets? No, I have no connection. Right. <laughs> but StubHub, right now, you can get three tickets for $500 each. Yeah. That's out, of our ba- that's out of our range. So, What is your range? Down. Uh, closer to what they were face value, which was standing room with fees were a little over 200 each, or right at 200 each. So that's 600 bucks. That's, that's a lot for a one game. So that's kind of the range we're wanting to stay in. Now... Do we go two tickets? Katie said she would stay outside the ballpark and let us go in mm-hmm. uh, and, and raise you the per-ticket budget, maybe. Just leave her she'll at the bar. You, she'll make you pay for that in a different way. I later. told her if Bronx was a little older, I would buy one ticket, send him in alone, but probably not at the age he's at right now. He'd have to be a couple of years older, I think, before I was comfortable doing that. But So there's been a lot of options discussed, but um, no, I've not reached out to any connections that I may have. I have because you know John Gray probably just has extra World Series tickets sitting around because no one he knows or family uh, would want any of those tickets. No one is, <laughs> no one is suggesting that you ask John Gray for tickets. That is that no, he does not have. He should not be bothered or any connections within the Ranger organization. Nor is he just saying, uh, you know what? I hope some random Sooner fan who rarely comes to any of my games and never travels with the team on the road will ask me for some World Series <laughs> tickets. I'd be glad to help that person out. Let me make a, a, a suggestion you're not going to like. And hear me out. Go ahead. Maybe sell one of your DeWalt drills, <laughs> two of your pairs of sunglasses right and for one much one month 
just shop in the regular cheese section of Crest. Yeah. Could that save you enough money maybe to get some tickets? No, I think that would get me like 40 bucks and, uh, you know, might get me a popcorn and a hot dog right. at the game. But I tried. Not a ticket, but I'd be willing to do that. But I don't think I could score maybe enough money off those items. Maybe tickets will plummet now that it's the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, boss man around here joked yesterday because, you know, boss lady's a big Ranger fan. He said he joked with her that it may be cheaper if Arizona wins to go to games in Arizona, flight and all, than what Ranger tickets were looking like. So uh, I don't think that'll be the case. I think they'll be excited, too, and uh, Ranger or Diamondback prices will be pretty, pretty expensive as well. Name three Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, you've got the, the rookie Corbin Carroll. Good. You've got Evan Longoria. Yeah, good job. Cattell Marte. Zach Three, Gallen. there you go. Zach Gallen, probably their best pitcher. That's four. Uh, the other kid in the outfield. Uh, Alec Thomas hit the home run the other night. Yeah, that's I'm five. only knowing this because I've just recently watched games. So, uh, Cattell Marte, you're going to have to deal with that dude. Oh, He's yeah. really good. He's a beast. Yeah. So, Christian Walker. They've got the... Uh, their catchers oh, that and Ginkle, animal. that Ginkle guy's just lights out reliever, and the Seawalt, their closer's good. So yeah, yeah, you know a bunch of D-backs. Look at well, you. Well, we had also played them at the end of September, and they kicked the Gabby Moreno is a very good catcher. Yes, very young, very good player. All right, well they're young, dumb, homework. and hungry, and that's dangerous. So you've done your homework. He sounds like you're on top of everything. I did get angry at the television again last night. Just like the night before, because the night before, well, I, last night, Diamondbacks win, and the announcer says, uh, it's been 22 years, but the Diamondbacks are back in the World Series. Like, that was some crazy long length of 22 time. 22 years is pretty long. Throwing things at my television. Oh, good for them. Good for for the Rangers. Oh, you fans, it's been a little since, longer. It's been all the way since 2011. But the Rangers are back in the work. Oh, good, good for them. That's been forever. Golly. How long has it been for you? Off. 88? 1990. Oh, 90. 90. I was thinking 88. Yeah. <laughs> That's a long time. You're, you're, you're close to being back. <laughs> Maybe Lincoln Riley can help you break through. 621 in the morning, we are underway. Toby and TJ with you. If anybody out there knows anybody that can get TJ World Series tickets, preferably for free, please contact the station. I don't need them free. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Toby and TJ back with you. It is the T-Row in the Morning Show this hour, brought to you by Noble McIntyre. Serving clients Oklahoma nationwide, 24-7 McIntyre Law, award-winning personal injury law firm specializing in a wide range of cases. Personal injury, accidents, product liability, McIntyreLaw.com, 405-917-5200. I just received a call off the air. We can start here because I had seen a text already come in this this morning. Uh, Toby has inside information, so perhaps he knows. Probably. But I, uh, the person asked me off the air, and I said, I saw all the stuff yesterday. I have no idea what's going on with Lincoln Riley. I hope he's okay. Uh, there's just some stuff flying around that I'm like, all right, is he just sick? 
or is there more to this or what's going on with him? It's weird at USC right now. So what is your what are your inside sources telling you as he had a mental breakdown? So I saw multiple pictures of him in various airports with the same guy last night. Oh, I haven't uh, seen the picture. Which I thought was funny. Huh? There, there, somebody was posting uh, pictures. It was, it was Lincoln with his arm around somebody. Huh. And it looked like it was at uh, Will Rogers. Like the initial picture was at Will Rogers. Yeah. And then, it, and then the caption said, Lincoln Riley spotted in Chicago O'Hare Airport. And then it was the same two people, and they had obviously cut it out and put oh, it in a different gotcha. airport and said, Lincoln Riley spotted in Denver Airport. Oh, you know, I'm whatever. seeing these right now. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I did see one of these come up last night. and But, yeah, there's there's some sites are saying he's had a mental breakdown. There's others that are saying he's just sick. There's some, you know, the jokes are out there that he's, you know, applying or interviewing with the uh, Chicago Bears, applying for, interviewing with the Chicago Bears. I don't know what's going on, but there's weird waivers trying to be obtained for Cliff Kingsbury and Dennis Simmons running practices, and so something's going on. I don't know either. I would would say it's definitely odd for a head coach of a major program to ever miss two straight days of practices for whatever reason. Right. So I think – that our first response should be before we get too uh, cynical. Well, I hope he's okay. And and judge judgmental. Let's make sure he's okay. Yes, I hope that. And, I do hope he's okay. And let's assume, until we know otherwise, that the story that we're being told. You know, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to assume until. Otherwise, as otherwise known that the story we're being told is true and that he is ill and um, in what form or fashion that is. And, and I have no idea. So I hope he's going to be OK and get better and get back at practice real soon. I cannot fathom because this is a game week for them. I know that there are all, all kinds of rumors and speculation that when he was here and didn't go to a press conference, he was really in Los Angeles you know, interviewing for a job and all that kind of stuff. I got you. I cannot fathom on a game. That was a bye week, by the way. That on a game week, a coach would leave for two days, miss practices, and go around auditioning for NFL jobs. That is not how it works, by no, the way. No, it's not. Not at all. And it Nobody, doesn't need to. Bob Stoops has said this before. Like, Bob, when, when the Cleveland Browns were coming after him and all that kind of stuff, and there was people like, I think I saw Bob uh, in Cleveland. He's like, dude, I'm Bob Stoops. I don't go to Cleveland and look around the facilities and see. He's like, they just call and ask if I want the job or not, and then I, I take it. At that point, you just take it because you're Bob Stoops. Lincoln Riley is not flying to Chicago looking over everything and flying back and missing practice and all. Maybe he has interest in an NFL job. This would be a really weird weird time for anybody to hire a coach. I doubt that is what is going on. I don't discard the possibility, I assume, but I doubt it. So it is bizarre. It is odd. I'm going to assume that he is ill and hope that he is okay. And then if there's more to the story later, then we'll address it when when that time comes. I hope he's okay, and it I, he's it's definitely not an NFL job situation. It's just not mental breakdown that's been floated out there. Perhaps, possibly, 
I hope that it's not something major that he's really sick, you know, that he's found out some news because that's standing out to me because otherwise, and maybe it's not true about the, the Kingsbury stuff, but if he's just sick, got a flu bug or whatever, you're not trying to get waivers to make sure that he's allowed access to the sideline to coach later this week. Like, that's what it's – yeah. It's sounding like they're needing him to coach Saturday or be available on the sideline to, to work as a coach. So there's rumors that floating around that he fired Grinch yesterday, and maybe some of that has something to do with it, but I haven't seen anything, you know, verified on that. So It could legitimately be something squirrely. It could. I understand it could. that with him, squirrely things happen, yes. and we like to assume that it's something squirrely, and it very well could be that. But I feel like we're in a phase right now that maybe we ought to just hope the guy is okay, family's okay, whatever's going on until until otherwise. And, and that could be a case too, something family. Yeah, I hope everyone's okay. Like you don't want that, uh, regardless of the sports hate and fun that you may have with it and stuff. You don't you don't want that. The for fact that they're family. calling it an undisclosed illness. Mm-hmm is a little unsettling because if it was the flu or COVID, just, they would you, just say you would it. just say it's, right. he's got the flu or he's got COVID or something like that. In this day and age, that's not a big deal. I mean, it's a big deal, but you know what I mean? Like admitting you've got COVID is not – although he likes to keep everything super secret, so maybe – I don't know. But Well, there's enough chaos around his program with the way the last few weeks have gone for him that if you've just got a cold or the flu or, or COVID, you come out and say it and end a lot of this. I mean, you just – if, if he's saying, oh, I want my privacy, I don't want him to know I've got COVID, at this point, there's too much stuff flying around. You've got to say, just let him know I've got COVID, and I'm in a three-, four-day window here, and I'll be back. So, um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully he's okay. Yeah, hopefully um, he's okay. A couple of texts here. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Good morning, old chums. I'm not sure if it's already been discussed, but um, the podcast thing on the app. Okay. We don't know what's going on. It was there, or it was there, then gone. Then we got it back. Now it's gone again. So we're fi- trying to figure it out. It will be there again. You can access the podcast through kref.com. Like you don't have to just have it on the app. And I know that's convenient. That's for how a lot I of do people. it. I didn't even know it was possible on the app. Yeah, I know it's convenient for a lot of people to just. They've got the app. They hit the little three lines there that drop down the menu, and there they are. I, and we want that for you. So we'll have it fixed. I just. I don't have an answer for you right now, so I'm sorry. Um, get some tape and cover Jason with Bush's bait on that T-shirt. <laughs> Wouldn't I just buy a Bush's bait bean shirt then? Oh, I think you write it right, right in big. You write the word big, and then it says big bean. <laughs> the family and each the of back. you have a shirt that says big bean. No, we just assume we see you're a family, so it just says big bean. <laughs> Morning. Let's okay. Let's do Carter and then take a break. Morning, buddy. Hey, oh, Carter. it's going to be a cold and rainy Saturday. I'm going to be there through through it because I love my Sooners. Do you have extra room in the booth so that I can stay dry and warm next to you? I don't even need to go on the air. Have a good day. Can you imagine? Can you imagine having Carter in the booth? Yeah, you for basically three did. and a half hours. Spotter. Party? I mean, uh, same guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. Hi, Andrew. I'm messing with Andrew. You're bad. (laughs) All right, break time. When we come back, Bob Stoops was on the rush last night. I thought it was a fun interview. We'll play it for you next. 
The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It is the Rush on the Ref, Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. If you're hearing this song, you know what that means, right? Oh, yeah. Bob Stoops joins us, brought to you by Modelo. Heard him up there in the booth with you guys during the first quarter. That was awesome. And, Bob, I think our main takeaway from the game on Saturday has been, well, a, a win is a win is a win. What was your uh, big takeaway from that win on Saturday? Absolutely. Come on. I mean, uh, listen, I, I've been in a million of those. When you're good enough to win and not be at your best and find a way, you know, uh, at the end of the game to win, that's a big deal. And, uh, you know, how many tight games were we in a year ago and we didn't win? One score games back uh, last year that we were on the other side of that. And uh, so, uh, absolutely, that's that's a hell of a win and uh, great team effort to do it. And, again, wasn't at our best. I thought defense, especially the first half, was. I mean, that. Four straight possessions. They give the ball to the 50-yard line and into the offense, and that's huge, mm-hmm. especially against a damn good offense. And uh, so, anyhow, um, you know, and then we did what we had to do in the fourth quarter to win. We scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter there with good drives and, and win the football game. That's That shows a lot of strength. Yeah, and I don't know. Sometimes maybe it's it's in the long run better to win some games like that, and you know, have some guys oh, yeah. have to figure things out. Absolutely, be uncomfortable a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's what you want, and guys, you know, figured it out, and then made plays when they had to in the fourth quarter. There's a lot to that. No. Uh, so, uh, you know, we we all think we were going to go through the whole year, and every game's going to be won by 20 points. That's that's crazy. Now there does come a point, and we're we're seven and zero. We've played seven games. There does come a point, coach, where you need to hit your full stride and start to peak. And you know, that's, maybe that's November. And uh, what do you think are some of the the things that we need to not necessarily adjust, but really get dialed in? Uh, I don't know. I, I think as much as anything, I think we've been really good. I think the one obvious one is we just continue to run the football better. Mm-hmm. That's when we've been at our best through the years when we're rushing the ball for 200, you know, 250 a game. When you can, when you can run the ball when you want to. And the encouraging part was we did in the fourth quarter when we needed to, and that was big. Yeah. So it's just, it, to me, that's the only thing that's, maybe overall has been, you know, hasn't been, has been missing just a little bit or not, not, you know, not to the standards we've been used to. And uh, if we can get that going, that's going to really help Dylan as well. Bob Stoops is our guest brought to you by Modelo. I don't know if you guys know this, but Sunday was hashtag National Tight Ends Day. The tight ends (laughs) got their own day. And when I think of uh, Bob's tenure here at OU, like, Trent Smith there in the beginning, which the nicest thing I think an opposing fan base can say is, God, it feels like that guy's been there six or seven years. Right. Feel like Texas fans said that a lot. But from Trent yeah. Smith to Jermaine Gresham, on and on and on. Um, it felt Andrews, like, yeah, Mark Andrews. On and on. We've had a million of them. They're great guys and great players. 
Trent, Trent Ratteries and Brody Eldridge. I mean, even the unheralded guys that that were tough, great blockers, and you know, we love those guys. They they were big in our program, all of them. And not everyone necessarily the same size, weight, but yeah. Jermaine Gresham is that's that's the guy that you build in the lab when you're trying to come up with a tight end. I don't I don't know if there's uh, any interesting recruiting story of him coming out of Ardmore, but I remember being or knowing about him. I think his sophomore or junior year out there, and he um, he lived up to everything and then some at OU. Oh, he was special. Jermaine was incredible, and people forget he didn't play one game his last year because. He got hurt on Wednesday before our first game, and it was a minor injury that took all year to, to heal. And he was going to set the receiving touchdown record with, like, two touchdowns for the whole season. Imagine how many he would have had. Um, you know, so, uh, yeah, Jermaine was a recruiting. The thing about recruiting Jermaine was he was one of the easiest. He and Adrian Peterson, of all people, the two of them, a couple of the easiest guys I ever recruited. They they were of the mindset they knew how bad we needed them and wanted them all of that, and they weren't counting phone calls how many times they called them to see whether I wanted them or not. And in fact, they used to tell me, Coach, you don't need to call me every day or every <laughs> or every week. They'd say, We I got it, we're coming, I'm coming. He said, You don't don't worry about me. So that that was how they were. They were that confident. They're like, Well, I know the coach needs me, and and they want me there, and I, he didn't need to hear from me every you know, every week to, to convince them of that. That's good stuff. That's, those are the guys you want. The, uh, the, the old timers <laughs> yeah. that say, oh, we're good. We'll be there. <laughs> well, that's how, and that's how good they were. I mean, they're yeah. as, they were as special as anyone we've ever recruited and they needed the least, they needed the least attention. Well, yeah, that's good stuff. Um, well, we are, you know, we're past the halfway point starting to the national picture starting to be, something that you look at a little bit as a fan. What what have you seen across the country, some teams that you think uh, look really good, maybe have a shot at a championship this year? Yeah, Georgia, of course. Uh, I, think, I still think Alabama has some holes. Seems like Ohio State's catching their stride, like, mm-hmm. they, like you said earlier in this talk, that you know the really good teams start to, to peak right about now, and they look like they are. Um, of course, we talked about us. Hopefully, we can keep making progress. Defense has given us that chance. Um, and then I uh, really loved Washington. Jeez, Washington, yeah. Oregon looked good. What a hell of a game. And uh, really impressed with Washington's offense. Uh, boy, they're, uh, they're, they're really doing a great job. And they had the same type of game where they you know, just kind of didn't have their best stuff, had to survive in advance. Yeah, that, and that's what you do. Um, you know, and again, I thought Oregon also has looked good. Um, trying to think. Florida uh, State, uh, undefeated. Florida State, absolutely. You got to give the, give it to them there. Um, yeah, Mike Norvell, I think, is a hell of a coach. I thought he did a great job at Memphis. And, and I knew if they'd give him time at Florida State, he'd start to change them, and he has. Uh, yeah, they're a real team, too, uh, definitely. Um and Michigan, you know, Michigan definitely uh, looks really strong uh, uh, for sure. I saw that uh, photo you took with Kings of Leon. Just tell them you'll bring rock and roll tequila <laughs> and they'll take you on tour with you next year. Uh, that's okay. I'll go where I need to go on tour. <laughs> Just uh, and listen, they're wonderful guys. Great to be around. 
really proud of being an Oklahoma rock band. You don't get a lot of those here. And, uh, shoot, they're, they're worldwide, man. I, I said to, I was talking to, to Nathan and I said, you know, I'm talking to all of them, but I said, what, what's like you guys are overseas. What's the biggest stadium you play in? They couldn't even figure it out. They go, well, the smallest one's like 90,000. <laughs> so, <laughs> so these guys are, these guys, which I knew they were, I, that doesn't surprise me. These guys are, you know, they're, they're killing it worldwide and good for them. That, that they're wonderful guys to be around and big Sooner fans. They, they had a ball at the game, and uh, so that's great. It's great that they come back, drove, drove their tour bus all the way up from Nashville, go to the game, uh, saw their dad and uncle uh, who live in Oklahoma City, and then went drove back to Nashville after the game. So it was great. That's good stuff. Well, uh, Kansas this week, you're making the trip up. It's going to be a tough one. I am going to go uh, go up and uh, looking forward to it. They are. They're they're a darn good football team. That. Lance Leopold has done an incredible job up there, and uh, their whole staff has. They're a good football team. I've watched them enough. I was like, wow, these guys, you know, in every part of the game, uh, they, uh, you could tell they're, they're a real football team and a tough football team. So we'll, we have to, like you said earlier, we got to start hitting our stride. Yep. All right, Coach, we appreciate you stopping by the show. We'll see you There you go, there. Bob Stoops on the rush. You can hear him every Tuesday with Teddy and Tyler, and we look forward to having the coach in the booth with us again in the first quarter of this Saturday's game. He is a blast to listen to as a color analyst, too. You can hear him on a couple of the uh, – well, I guess it was the – I guess it would have been the first Nick Anderson touchdown last week. Uh, he got a kick. He got a kick out of Nick Anderson. He always did. Take a break. Back up to this. The home of Sooner fans. Home for Sooner recruiting coverage. Home of your Sooner game day voices. Home of the best pre- and post-game coverage. Join the movement. Download the free KRF app now to listen anywhere, anytime. We are where diehard Sooner fans listen. Big thank you to McIntyre Law. Noble and his fine people over there bring you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. They can help you. Several areas, including auto accidents, personal injury, job-related injuries. McIntyreLaw.com, 1-877-917-5250. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We, we, we are elite. LOL. Blocked. Blocked that person. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what is this here? A picture of something. Let me see. Don't oh, click took on my it. wife to Paseo Grill last night. Now I know why yeah. Toby likes it. They have readers on the table. Oh, that's right. They do. Yeah, every it's kind, it's dark in there. Oh, there's and the you're, you got the curtain. Yeah, and so creepy. there like were glasses on the shower. table. And the, uh, the waitress came and uh, I said, I think the people before us left their glasses. And she goes, oh, no, those are on the table for whoever's to help you read your uh, menus. I was like, how about that? Genius. Yeah. yeah. I see the curtains here. That's just so weird to me. I'm not in well, a hey, uh, you know what? hospital you emergency just go to, room. Why don't you just go to Whataburger instead? I will. I will. Sit in a support nice the booth. Longhorns. Sit in a nice yeah. booth. Yeah, I will. Longhorn Absolutely. Steakhouse and support Texas some more. Do that uh, instead. Well, Whataburger's owned by a place out of Chicago, but um, it's delicious. I'll I didn't say anything there. about Whataburger being Texas. I said Longhorn Steakhouse. Well, you said go support Whataburger in Texas, so yeah, yeah. 
delicious. I'll support both of them. They are great. You can food. refill your drinks. Food. Uh, you can, if they you don't, eat in, you can refill uh, your drinks. They don't enclose you like you're in a shower or an operating room. <laughs> getting Sorry, a mole, Katie. getting a mole removed. <laughs> I know it's. <laughs> maybe, maybe if TJ could sell a uh, driveway gargoyle and lay off the fancy uh, <laughs> smancy butter for a while, he might be able to get a ticket. Um, yeah. I don't have a gargoyle. If I did and it would get me the money for a ticket, I would sell the gargoyle. The gargoyle is 100% completely made up. I've never had a gargoyle. Multiple gargoyles, ladies don't and gentlemen. Multiple having, gargoyles. Don't plan on having a gargoyle. Gar- it is gargoyle. a prerequisite to having one of those Gallardia homes. You have to have multiple gargoyles. Now, I don't think you want to sell them, though. I mean, that's kind of a hard thing to move. Maybe uh, wouldn't your family be cursed if you sold your gargoyle that watches There's over all your kinds home? of options. Don't let TJ fool you. There's all kinds Look, of options for how options. he can get to this game yes. if he would just give up a sliver of his lavish lifestyle. <laughs> but he won't do it. Look, He's got to go on multiple football season vacations. He's got to buy Pop-Tarts by the case. He's got to have 12 pairs of jeans. And then tickets go You're on the right. sale, and he gives you the sob story of, I can't afford it. I no, I could afford it. But i got to sit in the lower bowl. I could bowl afford and- the tickets if I could have got them through the Rangers. I can't afford secondary market tickets. There's a lot of people in that position. Nobody's, well, actually, nobody in the actually, I could. Is buying I this. could go and buy a standing room ticket right now. I'm not going to. I'm not going to drop $950 for a ticket. or They yeah. drop some now. No, They're around five you. or 600 I'm not going to drop what 600 if, on a ticket. I don't blame you. What if you need a fourth coffee creamer for the fridge and you can't afford well, to get it? So that's you better four save bucks. the money. That's 4 bucks. So, yeah, I'll go buy that. It's completely different. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a way to rewatch the Rudy's Coaches show? This twi- texter at sure. <laughs> Twexter. This Twexter's asking that. Yeah, they're all archived on ESPN Plus. Huddle, Sooner Sports Talk is what it's called. Just search for uh, Sooner, and it'll pop up there on the uh, replay, I think is what it says. We'll be back.